0: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Nourish Yourself, Nicole. So we've just gone past, I think, the midway point of land, and I think, you know, we should just give ourselves a pat on the back. And Clara is back here with me, and we are venturing into yet another pillar uh, of land. So last week we were looking at prayer which is very important, you know, uh, kind of like our, how are we going to communicate with God, our dialogue with God and this week we're going to look at a very interesting topic of fasting. So you know, we are just talking with Clara just now and she was sharing with me an amazing poem. So Clara, <laughs> can you please share with us this amazing poem?
1: I would be delighted to, Nicole. Sit back everybody and just listen to the wonderful sounds of this wonderful poem. Roses are red, ashes are black. One big meal and two small snacks. Thank you guys. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. That's amazing. Oh my
0: gosh, (laughs) that is amazing! Like, oh gosh. Okay, when
1: I think we we owe them some context for this poem, right?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So the background story to this amazing poem is that during Ash Wednesday, right, my friend actually sent me this poem as a reminder to go and fast. So like. I think now that we're talking about fasting, right? I think two times that we are told to fast by the church, right? It's Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. And I always forget what I'm allowed to eat, so I'll just ask my mom, like, "Hey, mom, what can I eat today? Is today oh just like gosh. bread, water, and pillow of fish? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to eat that much food and meat, right?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So my mom is keep telling me, and so when my friend said this to me, I was like, "This is a lifesaver! I never have to disturb my mom again." <laughs> yeah, but that's that's an amazing thing about like, I think like about fasting. So let's talk about that, guys. I think for me, it's true, whenever I think about fasting, it's just, I need to give up food, right? Oh yeah, man, so, yes. Right, it's just always the thought of like, okay, on this day, I'm not allowed to eat like, maybe breakfast and lunch. I'm only allowed to eat like a biscuit, or water, or bread. Yeah, and on Fridays, for so- like at least for my family, right, we give up meat. So it's, it's just a replacement, I just eat like seafood or fish, that kind of thing.
0: A little, yeah, but- <laughs> a little fish. A little fish.
1: That's the go-to Catholic meal, guys. I know, right,
0: you know you're a Catholic when you're like, what's she eating? Filial fish. Hillel fish. It's like a one for <laughs> one, or more.
1: <laughs> That's right, for you and your friends. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. So my friend my friend sent me this other picture. It was a picture that has like Pope Francis on the side and just has like different other ways that you can fast. So I'll just read off some of the things there. So it goes fast from hurting words and say kind words. Fast from sadness and be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience from pessimism and be filled with joy and there's a few other like suggestions at the bottom as well but I think this is a very great way to like lead on into our conversation because the idea of like what exactly is the purpose of fasting like why do we fast and what's the whole point of it yeah so Nico, what are your thoughts?
0: Oh like that's a really big question and I really like how you actually brought up how like when the first thing that comes to mind when we are like fasting is like food you know or certain things you know we were attached to but I think the fact that, um, you know, we may not have to fast as you were saying in the conventional sense when you were sharing about the photo with Pope Francis. So he doesn't even talk about, like, fasting for meat, you know, or, like, tangible things. He talks about, like, you know, unkind words, you know, uh, unkind thoughts also, you know, in a sense. And I was watching this uh, video by one of my favourite priests, Father Kesiko, you know, he's keeping it real mm-hmm. there. Uh, Breaking in the habit on YouTube. And he actually... Encourage us not to fast Like he said I'm not going to fast From anything I'm not going to You know Do the conventional stuff And I was like This is really Really Like Life changing Like This is changing My whole perspective Of Lent Because You know You would think That maybe he was Trying to advocate Not fasting at all In any sense right? Or like Just going like I'm going to live My normal life This is not Lent Ooh This is like You know Celebration Is Easter already came, Or whatever Like that But no, no Actually Yeah He was going deeper you know? And he goes deep was like, you know, why do we fast, right? What is this purpose of fasting? Thanks for that question, Kara. And I think if we can identify these things in our life that we are attached to, and it's an unhealthy attachment. It's not like I got to eat to survive. You know, I eat to enjoy myself. I like the fried chicken. I could just eat one piece of chicken. But, you know, like sometimes I'm like, I want the whole bucket or something. (laughs) I can't
1: relate.
0: (laughs) I want the whole bucket. I want all the flavors. And it it becomes like excessive, you know, in a sense. Like we just want to like gorge ourselves and satisfy ourselves. And I think that's when we know it becomes a bit of a problem. And we need to actually kind of re-examine, you know, our attachments to these things. Because I realized that, Unfortunately, a lot of us are very attached to, you know, things, even thoughts of people and they become our crutches, right? So I think like understanding the spirit of fasting is like, if I were to remove these things from my life, right, or to avoid doing these things, avoid eating, avoid maybe watching Netflix (laughs) or various other kinds of, you know, uh, uh, video content, right? Then what am I going to kind of do with the rest of the time, right, that I have? And I realized that, you know, for me, actually right now, on a, I'm on a bit of like a phone fast or social media fast, and that was because I was beginning to recognize that, hey, I think this is taking up too much of my time, and I'm beginning to lose my focus this particular length So I, I feel like I need to do it maybe sometimes, you no know, just to really recenter. And by kind of taking my attention, I think, away from the things that I was attached to, like, for example, social media and fried chicken, right, I'm, like, able to refocus my gaze on him. And I'm not so focused on my own individual needs. So I was just reading something and they like, a book or something about our in oh fraternity sorry not a book i was reading the book fraternity again yeah and then they were talking about how i think we are kind of in this world of like individualism like we focus on our Mm. own individual needs and we want to make ourselves happy and we kind of forget about the needs of other people so our like fraternal love you know our brotherly connection has been lost yeah and that was like a really awesome connection that I made I just made I was like whoa I just remembered fraternal connection and The idea of fasting, I think, also helps us to kind of uh, say no, I think, in a way, to these things. Like, you know, acknowledging that they are problems and not to be unnecessarily chained to them. Because I realize a lot of us have these things that we are unhealthily dependent on. And we sometimes don't even notice. We don't even know it's there and it's a problem until it starts to kind of like seep into other areas of our lives. And then I the think we were also talking about it, right? Like suddenly we realize it's excessive. It's affecting my relationships. It's affecting my sleep. It's affecting my ability to focus. And that's when you know things are excessive. And that's when you start to fast. Like you don't fast from something that you don't do or that doesn't affect you, right? It's like, oh, you know, I uh, fast from vegetables. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay, man. That's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not the point. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that too. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I just changed on fasting from vegetables.
1: <laughs> I have a friend who would gladly fast on vegetables <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, But I think for me Fasting this Lent has been quite an interesting experience Because I realised that I have an unhealthy attachment To milk tea <laughs> Like oh bubble tea Or any kind of milk tea like Tatarik Or just like a simple English breakfast oh, Dash or milk maybe uh. yeah, So I decided to just give it up Because I felt like it's become so much, it's become almost like muscle memory, like every morning or every afternoon, I'll just like, okay, I'm just gonna get a cup of tea. And I didn't really think much about it. But I realized that the more and more I do it, right, it's actually quite unhealthy. And I thought like, maybe this is a chance Like during that I could just give it up to see if like, I can kind of train myself to be more self-disciplined and just like say no, and just try healthier options. But I think there's a part of us whenever we give out something, we tend to fill it up with something else, and maybe it's not necessarily the best thing. So guess what I've been filling it up with? I filled it up with like Milo with a lot of condiments. Oh my gosh! I would totally (laughs) support that. I filled it up with a chocolate milkshake, I filled it up with a float, and I thought to myself one day, I'm like, Clara, is this really fasting? You say you're fasting from from your milk tea, but you're filling it up with possibly even more sugary drinks. Is this, is this right, guys? Is this correct? <laughs> so I think it's the same thing. Like, when I think about fasting, as we build that virtue of, like, self-discipline, right, you can kind of just translate into, like, how we view our own sins. So mm. it can start with very small sins and it kind of builds up to bigger sins, right? But things that if we can't even say no to sugary drinks, how am I supposed to say no to sins that kind of like tear me further and further away from like my loving father, right? So that kind of made me like, okay, you no, know I need to reorientate myself. I need to seriously take, like, sometimes you think passing the like, ayah ah, is just like a small activity I do for land, then after land I go back to my normal life. But if you can take this simple thing seriously, I think you can take the serious things even more seriously, which is why like I'm trying my best to be more disciplined because I realize that it's a purpose to what I'm doing. And I'm hoping that, I think for this whole series, it's all about just finding new meanings in the things that we do ordinarily, right? Yeah, so here's praying and here's hoping that I'll be more disciplined because it's true. I really do want to be able to find that strength to like break away from the chains that bind me, right? I think that's a common like phrase we say in like Catholicism. I think it's just identifying even the smaller... Smallest of things That kind of like Hold us back Yeah So I think the next thing That I'm usually like Trying to like Stay away from Is example like YouTube I think it's a very good example How like good things Can become bad Especially in excessiveness like. So example in YouTube Right I'm consuming a lot Of good things So I, I go to session Presents I'm looking oh, at all it. the other Cash yeah, yeah. stuff right oh, Yeah oh, yes, so in okay. my head I'm like How can this possibly be bad <laughs> I mean yeah. it's like I'm learning all the good things About Jesus I'm learning about the good things About God I'm just growing in my faith but I realized that I consume it so much to the point where I'm sleeping very late. Oh, and the effects of that is that I'm not, I'm not like present in the next morning. <laughs> like, like I'll go to work and I'm super exhausted and I have a meeting. And in that meeting, I'm just like, I can't focus. I can't do things well. And I get very snappy with people around me, maybe my colleagues or my parents or whatever, right? And I start to realize that actually, is this good thing really good for me if that's the case? And do I really need to, to start like sitting down and start reevaluating how this is affecting me. And I think it's the same thing for us, like, what you brought up, like, what areas in our lives do we start to feel in the quietness, like, oh, no, something's wrong. <laughs> and we really need to just lift this up in prayer and tell God, like, is this an issue? Should I be facing this and will fasting help us out in this area? Yeah. I think the next point I want to bring up is just, like, how... I was listening to another podcast by, by Catholic HG Radio called Coffee Talk. They brought up a very good point about how, like, fasting reminds us how privileged we are. Because like, in the first place, if you don't have anything, how can you truly fast from it? So example, yeah. like, we are blessed with food. We are blessed with abundance. That's why we're able to lift it up this day. Whereas like, other people out there, like the poor and the needy, they don't have that luxury of like being able to fast because in their everyday life, right, they really have so little. So I think that was a good reminder for me because I realized that, yeah, as I fast, I recall that I'm very blessed with the things that I have. And that's something that I have to give thanks for to God. But at the same time, I'm also called to remember that there are others around me that are not as blessed as me. And that's what you talked about as you read the letter from the Pope, right? The Fratelli Tutti. Yeah. Yeah, It's about remembering our brothers. That's right. It's about remembering our brothers and sisters in Christ and how, yeah, that that we need to look out for them. And I think that's how, like, it leads us very nicely to our next pillar that we'll discuss in the next podcast about almsgiving. Yeah, it's just... In this season of Lent as we fast, right? We're not just doing it for ourselves. We're not just doing it for between me and God, but at the same time, we're also learning to be more empathetic and more compassionate to those around us. Yeah, so it's about loving God and ultimately just loving those around us, which is such a beautiful thing. I think that's ultimately just the essence of church, right? It's just love God and love others, you know?
0: Yeah, I love it. Like, it's like, it's actually like a really simple thing. I think we like tend to overcomplicate things. And I love like, you know, how we're moving through the different pillars of land it just came to me, that it's like radiating outwards. You know, first, the internal relationship with the Lord, then beginning to recognize the things that we need to fast from, and then kind of turning it into an outward action to help the people around us. And I was like, right. dang, concentric circles, yo, Venn diagrams, yo, everything is coming out, yo. <laughs> you know, okay, maybe Venn diagrams, not so much, but concentric circles, yes. You know, we're like, <laughs> we're radiating the outwards in this like brotherly love. And I really love the link that you brought up from the Kofi talk show, hashtag Catholic SG Radio. <laughs> yeah, you know, woo, beautiful <laughs> content. And like, You know, kind of like viewing fasting, not so much as like, you know, a personal exercise of like, oh, I'm just going to be detached from this thing, you know, and I'm going to focus on God, but what can I do with that, right? I can do, what can I do with this experience to help the people around me? Like number one, you were saying like empathizing and sensing, you know, the lack, the absence, right, that other people feel, but not just stopping there, offering up this suffering and you were, it was so beautiful what you are saying about praying for other people, because, yeah, you know, sometimes we might just be like stuck at a certain point, a certain stage where are like, okay, I'm fasting, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good, you know, about myself, I know how people feel. But then, hey, that also means that we also have an inherent capacity to help and to reach out to the other to people that I think really need our help. So another reference to fertility to stranger on the road, Good Samaritan, you see people need your help, you might, you're going to walk by, you know, because we have access, we have a lot of access of a lot of things. Right? Sometimes we think that, oh, I'm lacking this, I'm lacking that. But no, the Lord has actually blessed us with more than we need, right? And sometimes if we see the stranger on the road, we are tempted to just like walk past, be like, oh my gosh, i got no time for this. But excuse me, the Lord has time for us, you know, like we, we need to have time for the people around us also as well to like, like cultivate that spirit of like generosity. I think not mm. so much of like you know selfish you know individualism, but more of like hey we're all brothers and sisters you know all brothers and Francis says we are all brothers. Even call it like the what the sun moon and stars or something is brothers. I remember and the animals too, and I'm like this guy this guy is he's getting he's getting something right it's here. You know? He's a true Disney character. He's a true Disney <laughs> character. He's like speaking <laughs> to the birds and like you know the birds oh. are coming around and he's preaching to them, and I'm like whoa, yeah Franciscan totally, and. Mm. I really also, like, actually uh, thought of this, uh, I think this point that you actually highlighted about how, like, fasting when you are actually not eating, you know, or you're not uh, doing something or engaging in activity, it gives you a tangible feeling of, like, anticipation, right, yeah. about how I think we crave the food because we have been denied it or we haven't enjoyed it. But I think you, you brought up a very beautiful point. I would love for you to really, like, you know, weigh in on that. But how, because we are building up this feeling of anticipation means not only just crave food in a tangible sense, we crave Jesus. Yes, girl, could you weigh in about how we are able to now crave Jesus, the true source of our life?
1: Amen, amen. I think that's, okay, I'm very excited to share this, mostly because I just realized, right, the whole point about Lent is really just to build this anticipation and this desire for Christ. So, for example, as we fast, right, as we are unable to enjoy the pleasures that we're usually used to, right? For example, be it food, be it social media, or be it for me like my milk tea, right? There's this growing desire within us to finally be able to just get it again and be- get oh, it yeah. so that we're able to just satisfy the ache in our heart or in our stomachs Ooh. or in our souls. Ooh. Right. So like as we're well, fasting, we are-, we are getting more and more used to this experience of like craving. And I think Mm. in our faith, right, the thing that ultimately we crave for is really Jesus. Because, like, anywhere you go, right, you're not going to be able to find something that's going to fill that void entirely. Like, you're not able to do that unless you encounter Christ. And I think this is why fasting is so amazing because, like, it really shows you how, like, as we're talking about then being the desert, as you're wandering the desert, you're going to start craving for water. You're going to start thirsting, right? And ultimately, Jesus is gonna be that living water that you are finally gonna consume and find. You know, like all those water liquid commercials when you drink, finish they go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I love that. That's what Easter is for us, guys. <laughs> oh my and god! And that is where we are craving the water and finally oh. when Easter comes and Jesus just resurrects. Right, we're taking a huge gulp of it and just release, like releasing that sigh of like, ah, oh, finally. Now, it's finally the cold that, that the thing never that ends, The milk thing that never <laughs> ends. <laughs> <laughs> the milk tea, the fried chicken, everything. Yes. Yeah, it just accumulates into this wonderful Ooh. moment, and that's why Lent. Oh, the more I, more I talk about it with you, Nicole, I feel like Lent. I really, it's a very underrated season. <laughs> I really oh, have not yes. taken it, like seriously. Nor have I appreciated it enough. But it's so true. It, now I finally get it. How like they say, like it's preparing us for that climax. Excites, guys. We're so close to like Holy Week and Easter, and now we know how it feels that anticipation and that desire.
0: And I love, like, how you were, like, building up, you know, the anticipation, <laughs> and then you're, like, saying, like, how it's, like, a commercial, and I'm, like, oh, that is so true, like, because they always say, oh, you know, are you feeling thirsty? stage do you need a drink, and, like, that's the entire season of that, we're, like, we're waiting and waiting, and we're waiting It's just one long before. commercial. <laughs> yeah, we're just, it's, like, a long extended commercial, and then we finally get to, like, you were saying, like, the climax, which is, like, the most important part, and, like, and we realize that this is like a water that we can drink, like, you know, over and over. It's not going to run out. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, yeah, I cannot drink so much because I'm scared. Like, alamak, you know, my, my, my milk tea no more or no more fried chicken. I've eaten last, you know, chicken wing or something. But the thing is that this is like an abundant feast day. Like, we are super oh, so excited because this is an abundant feast that is actually going to come upon us. And like, yeah. that's why I think also I had in mind also for this episode, right, the title of like Fasting and Feasting. No, because like, you know, mm-hmm. you fast in order to feast at the correct oh, feast, the right feast. Yeah, you know, not, not just the, I mean, the feast of milk, tea and honey and, and everything is great, but <laughs> there's also <laughs> I mean, the modern day
1: gospel
0: milk tea right from. there. <laughs> yeah, milk, tea and honey, okay. <laughs> and we are, yeah, we we gotta we gotta be, we we wanna make sure we're invited to the right seats, okay? It's to make sure that we're not on the wrong one, or we call up at the wrong house or whatever, you know. So, I think that you know, like this conversation, I think is so like so illuminating for both of us, right? Because like mm. as you were saying, like while land, we look at land in a new way right, and I, I really like the puns that we have, especially how we're going to lend people a helping hand, because I think, <laughs> yeah, we got, we, everybody needs a little bit of, a, of help, I think, uh, in this season, and, you know, I think it will be great also, like, how we can really move to this, like, um, call to action, I think, for, for ourselves, and also for our listeners, right, because mm. we've been talking a lot about, you know, fasting, and, you know, the areas that we need to identify, and I feel like that really comes from like a uh, very um, quiet reflection. I think solitude with, with the Lord, you know, and in, into like kind of inviting him into these areas, right, that he wants us to look at. Sometimes we may not be able to immediately recognize them because we kind of like, you know, just like brush them off or say, ah, it's not an issue. Ah, I just like fried chicken, you know, or something. Mm. But then when it starts to become an issue, I think that's where I think the Lord is trying to tell us something. Right, And I think we might want to pray a little bit more uh, so that we can see how fasting from these things uh, will allow us, I think, to refocus our gaze also, in a way. Yeah, and what are your thoughts also about this as well?
1: Yeah, totally agree. I think, like we've been saying in other episodes, right, really just give God that space and that time to just speak to you. I think in your heart, you probably already know. I think how we are saying, right, in moments when you, when you tell yourself, okay, you know what, this might be a problem, Yes take that time and realize hmm why is it a problem and actually like give god some time to discuss it with you and illuminate why it is an issue yeah but at the same time right don't just fast from it guys Don't just do it for the sake of doing it like as you fast from this thing that is like hindering you from true freedom right yeah so thinking of ways of like how you can replace that time or that thing that you said fasted and really do something good out of it so example for me right i'm currently giving up milk tea and I know that I said i filled it up with nonsense, but now <laughs> I feel that I was trying my best to go to healthier options, like drink water. But at the same time, right, even during that space, I can use that extra money that I have saved from like not spending it on nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Give it to charity. Give it to something oh, that I feel it. a good cause. Or maybe the time that I sacrifice from YouTube, right? I can start using that time to start cultivating the relationships around me. So be it like talking oh, to Nicole more, talking to oh. my parents more. <laughs> yeah, it's such a blessing, right? <laughs> yeah, just being able to just take care of yourself, take care of the relationships around you and really just make this fasting yeah make it worthwhile don't just do it for the sake of doing it you know? and ultimately just to remember that you're not doing this alone I think ultimately God will really give you the graces to pull through la. yeah so like when you feel like it's getting too tough don't worry about it just pray to God and just remember that he's with you in this Lenten season and he will really give you the strength to like help you out and just remember that he's constantly molding you so enjoy this beautiful season friends
0: Hey guys, thanks for joining us for this lantern series. Remember that God is relentlessly pursuing you and we will see you in the next episode.